Welcome into the I-80 Club, Wednesday night in the club. In the club. Josh and Jack with you. If you're listening live, what up? If you're listening before Saturday, you're a patron. I mean, if you're listening after Saturday, Jack, it's kind of an odd decision because we're going to be previewing Nebraska basketball tonight. So, like, that game is now days in the rear view. But we appreciate you anyway. That's if nothing crazy happens and we just decide to paywall this bad boy. Jack, how are you? I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about some other things that are of interest to people. We'll see where we go. We'll see. We'll see. You never know. You never know. That's the thing with the I-80 Club Wednesday night. You never know. That's true. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited there's a game on tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited that there's a game on tonight, uh, and it's eight o'clock. But I'm not there, so I don't go. That's fine. It's not too late for me. Uh, I'm I'm a little bu- I, I'm a little bummed. Not necessarily. I mean, not that bummed. But I, I was, and we have this anyway, so it doesn't matter. But there's got to get Creighton and Nebraska not playing on the same night, right? Dude, yeah, preach, 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 brother Jack. I mean, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's. It, I mean, like, I yes, I can do the two TV setup, but I don't like doing this on weeknights. Especially if you've they got... They play at the same time on a Saturday or a Sunday. That's fine. But you've got to talk Wednesday, about them both tomorrow to some yeah. degree. Yeah, it, it, and that's the, that is the operative word, to some degree. I've been accused by a listener. I don't know if I've told this story on the air, or on the pod, rather, so it's fun that we can do this here. So there's this listener of our show, and if I have told this story, I apologize, who thinks that I am booking fill-in hosts to trigger and troll him specifically and to troll Creighton fans because it will be like a game day. And he's like, you have Schaefer on again. You're only having Schaefer on because you want to make Creighton fans mad. Like, what are you talking about, man? No, it's because I like Schaefer and he is good at radio. And when I have you on, it's the same thing. I like doing shows with you and you're good at radio. That's the, that's the, that's the whole bit. There's no bit. The bit is I like talking to people who know what, what they're wait, doing wait, on what the radio. He, what does he expect to happen? Because John's gone. Like, correct? Does he, does he want a more pro Creighton co-host? Is it? Is that I think what it so. Is? Like, he's like, why can't Robbie come on? I'm like, well, there's obvious uh, reasons that Robbie is not allowed to come on our show. Yeah. So there was he. He sent emails last week, basically like accusing John as well. Like, you're the reason that John won't talk about Creighton as much. I'm like, what are you? What are you yes. talking about? Yes. What are, what is going on? So yeah, tomorrow, Dude. you know, yeah. Make it, him sound yeah. weirder. I love yeah. it. Oh, make yeah. him sound yeah, he's weirder. Very, he's a very strange person. He uh I probably shouldn't get into the next thing I was gonna say, but yeah, he uh oh. he's an interesting character. Interesting Yeah, Somebody we run into those in the radio world, don't we? Yeah. We yeah, definitely certainly. do. So yeah. <laughs> Jim and O'Neill, sorry for sending that email. <laughs> Jim, I forgive you. I appreciate the apology, he's, but he's got please stop emailing my boss. On. Anyway, here he is. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Barry, it's, uh, yeah, on a, on a weeknight, I'm not into the whole playing at the same time thing. No, thank you. No, uh, we, we were just talking in the, uh, in the uh, radio chat, uh, Brendan, uh, and uh, was about, he, he just listened to the crossover yesterday <laughs> with Connor. And, Very good uh, stuff. And you and me, which was a lot of fun. Uh, and I, in, in, you know, not to go too much into media talk, but I was just saying, like, Again, either the crossovers with you and John, uh, you and or John or Connor, uh, or even or even when we've done stuff. Do you remember when we did a couple of times we did Wang Nachos, uh, like video podcast during the pandemic? Yes, early in the pandemic. Yeah, like doing that stuff with people you know super well, um, and like you know nobody is. Everyone sort of knows the sort of bits that you're doing or going into. 
that's the best. Like that's, oh, yeah. le- that's when we legit- can all play off of each other very well. Yes, and you. Yes, it was. Uh, and and so the crossover, the crossover is the best opportunity to actually do that when you have multiple people. Um, and and so Brandon was just talking about it, and I I just wanted to say like I really, if it sounds like I'm having fun when I do those, I am because it's my, it's like legitimately the most fun thing I do in radio. I think yeah is when you I get just together found- with more than one other person, A, you know really well, and B, has a lot of experience doing radio. Yeah, I just went and, and went to your YouTube page, and I found the first Wang Nachos that we did on YouTube oh together. So it was it was you, oh. Stibbs, John, and me, and it just, it doesn't, oh, here it is, March 29th, 2020. Wow, that so was we're only like, like, like three a, weeks a week, in. Not even that. Yeah, two and a half weeks in. Yeah, and so uh, there we all are, and, and who knows, who knows what in the world that we were we were talking about. I'm looking at some of the commenters, uh, Jordan, is Jordan in here tonight? He was, uh, Jordan. Yeah, he is. He's there. Yep. Yep. Jordan commented. Jordan was a commenter. Joe and Phoenix, who is a commenter. Chris Whitney is a commenter. Greg and Lincoln is a commenter. All sorts of people that I recognize. Man, we should do those again. We should do those again. If we like, I mean, if I like doing that that much, we need to find more time to do stuff like that. Multiple people, multiple people that all know each other well. Like yeah. that's, I think that's the secret secret sauce. Something, uh, something about it, and I think that's yeah. why people like him so much, and that they well, because we, we all have good chemistry together. Time. You know, we have we have really good chemistry together, and we can play off each other very well. And I mean, you worked with how long is your relationship now with John? Almost twenty years. So you've been talking to John. So yes, yeah, so you've been talking to John years. For, yeah, so you have that going. Um, you know, obviously I've been working with John now for over a decade. Uh, you throw Happer in there. Happer is the new guy in all of this. And Happer is such a chameleon. He can work so well with anybody. Yeah. You know? And I know and so him the, I know him the least out of anyone to be yeah. honest. So yeah. Yeah. But it feels so, like I don't, that doesn't feel like the case. So Bigelow. Wow. I've known Connor for eight years now. I met what? Happer. I met Happer in 2018 ish, I think, when I was living downtown. So I, I've known him, I guess, now for almost six years, which is crazy. You should, we should go back and find their old, uh, he and Mark's old Three Beers Later podcast. They yeah. had me on. They didn't know me at all. And they asked me to be yeah, on. Yeah, how, how did you get uh, invited onto their pod? They reached out to me. They were like, they were like, hey, I'm, you know, just on Twitter. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know who they were. Like, I didn't know their names or who they were or anything. Like, I had yeah. no idea. I didn't really listen to the pot. I mean, I was roughly aware of it, but it was it was in, like, December. It was it was before Christmas. I want to say, like, 20, I don't know, 2017, 2016. I think it was 2018 because I think you went on, like, right before I went on for the first time. Because well, I think I got into that because of Brett Kane because Brett was on their pod, and I was like, I should check this out. And I really enjoyed it. Then you were on it not long after that. And so I actually shot Mark a note. And I was like, hey, I'd love to come on if you guys would ever have me. And yeah. that was how I ended up meeting Mark. That's for the first they, time. they reached out to me. I don't, it was, it was a Twitter. I know here, I, we can figure out when it was because I know it was when I just came back. I went to watch to Kansas City to watch when Nebraska played in that Thanksgiving ish weekend uh, tournament basketball where they played Texas Tech and lost to Texas Tech. In Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes and his now wife were sitting right across. 
Oh, from, wow. Mike Schaefer was sitting behind me. Uh, here's a funny story. I guess we can say on the pod. He, he probably doesn't mind if I say it on the pod. I took a selfie okay. of me at that game. I didn't know Mike very well at that point either. I took, like, man, not, I, I couldn't have known him at all. But I got him tickets to that game. I somehow got access to some tickets to that game, and I got him tickets to it. And he was sitting right b- behind me and my buddies. And I took a selfie, and I uh, had him in the background. I was like, Mike Schaefer's here watching the game. And Mike was wearing a, a Husker shirt, and he was like, you got to delete that. <laughs> and, I, and honestly, now I vaguely remember Josh. I don't know if you remember this, but he was like, he, he was like, Josh already commented on it that I, that I was wearing a Husker shirt. That sounds like something that I would do. Yeah, it does sound like something. So I deleted like I felt, like, I didn't even think about it. I felt bad. Yeah. Uh, because we we just, he and I just talked about that uh, a couple of nights ago when we were having some drinks around the Wisconsin game because he now wears that red hat that just says sports on it. When he yes. Because, yeah, he's, I don't know how many people know this. He's a season ticket holder to basketball and to baseball. Oh, my gosh, so you he, found it? Yeah, God, look, so you're freaking you go- doing stuff while you're talking. You were so amazing. You were talking. You were telling a story about Schaefer and I taking a picture of that him. That was, I was me complimenting scrolling. you. Yeah, I appreciate it. But uh, but yeah, he he has season tickets to Nebraska uh, baseball and basketball. Remember, there was that that game, Jack, a few years ago. The baseball team, something happened. Was it the uh, immaculate inning? And they're celebrating, and in the middle of the pan on BTN, there's Mike Schaefer standing there watching the immaculate inning. And so that's funny that he was like, so yeah, that, yeah, was, that would make sense as to why he doesn't so wear this, Nebraska. Yeah. So this was right anymore. after I came back. Okay. November of 2018. Right. Right yeah. after Thanksgiving of 2018. That makes yeah. sense. So yes. Uh, in this episode, we yell about pizza. We break the red clad rules. I rap with run DMC. That sounds about right. Uh, nice. and then the 26 days of Jack, that was when I put out a list of like the one good thing I wanted to happen every day. Between I vaguely remember this. Do you remember that? Vaguely remember this. No. And then we, t- yeah, that was fun. That was fun. That's crazy. I, are those still available? Can you, can you listen to those? Dude, so do you not, real quick. I, I, I heard uh, they I, sold I, it, the back catalog or whatever. Yes. I don't okay, know. Okay, and I also, Jack, I just uh, I just found my episode. I'll post the description for mine. So I literally joined them the very next week. Um. So, yeah. So they deleted them all when their podcast ended for the first time when Happer joined the state. Well, they had actually ended it. Let me scroll back up to the top. They ended the pod right, right. Uh, let's see. They did an episode in early March uh, or in March of 2021. Then they didn't do one for uh, until the end of the year. And I think that was kind of like, we're done now. But then they came back when Happer. Uh, oh, that was the one. Yeah. So they brought it back to announce Happer was leaving, essentially, that he was coming to Omaha. And so they did an episode that night, and then they deleted. They they wiped all of the pods off of the internet. Well, then yeah, one of Happer's old uh, day job guys, uh, Tab Ryan Tab, he started some AI company and basically like paid them to give them hours of content so computers can learn how people talk. So if uh, the computers take over eventually with good podcasts, you can oh, blame Jack, me, and and Happer and and on. I was on a. They second- got paid like thousands of dollars for it. They made some actual money. Yeah, I heard. I heard that. I was on a yeah. second time too. Toward the end of their yes, run. I actually found that one as well. Let me see if I can. F- oh, here it is. So it's called Jack Mitchell and His Bits. There are only a few episodes left. Cherish them, enjoy them, love them. In this episode, we welcome back Jack Mitchell. He knows about killing podcasts, so we figured he'd be good to talk to. <laughs> Walk us through this. He gets passionate about produce. He gets passionate about Nebraska ball, and he gets passionate about local restaurants and car washes. 
all while drinking cider from Stone Hollow and a bevy of seltzers. I remember that episode because you ended up like talking about like corn and and other vegetables. It was a uh, it was a very interesting. I don't remember any of it, so that's yeah. better than me. Also, my first podcast being almost three hours is terribly on brand. We did three one hours, Damn. dude. Let me let me find the one that we did. I got my uh, I got my COVID shot, and we did one. Uh, oh, I guess that wasn't the one that was three. We did one, Jack, that was like three and a half hours long, and the episode was probably closer to four hours. But we edited out a ton of stuff because I talked about my ex-wife on it, like pu- not publicly, but publicly for the first time. And I was like, you know, what? we should probably delete all of this. And so the episode was four hours, and we cut it down to three and a half hours. Good times. Damn. Yeah, we did some stupid shit. Damn. Yeah. Well, that three beers is- later. That's fun. That's fun to remember. Is there anyone else? Okay, let me ask you this. What? What? While we're talking about this, while so we're talking about old we mentioned podcasts. what we mentioned. So, me, you, uh, I, I have a gr- the group that I would feel comfortable in doing, like the crossover type thing that we do, where it's really unscripted. It's kind yeah. of improv, honestly, a little bit. Like, I feel like I could do it with. I mean, you and John, a hundred percent. Yeah, Connor. Um. Stibbs probably, I would say, yeah. and Schaefer probably. That's oh, yeah. that. Is there anybody else that you feel like you could do that with? The crossover, the, the crossover, or or kind of just not necessarily the crossover, but just kind of the improv. Let's see where it goes. We're not prepping a radio segment, but it needs to be entertaining and funny. That's the list. I think that is definitely that's the it. List. Stibbs, that's the total Stibbs, list. Tapper, John, you, Schaefer. I feel like you give me that, and I'm having a tremendous time. I'm having a lovely time. And we will laugh yeah. very, very hard. We should start a podcast and call it the crossover. I think is the is the lesson that's that we are learning right now. Start yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. But like, could we? I'm trying to think if there's anyone else I could add to that list. Uh, for me personally, I do, but it's not people that you know. It's people that I've worked with at KLIN before. Probably my old, yeah. my old host co-host Dave. I Dave. I was going to say you. List. You and Dave are, are big fans and of he's each the, other. He's the funniest guy. He's legitimately the funniest guy on air I can I've ever heard. So he would. You be did. One. You interviewed him on your old podcast, right? Yeah. Yes. He's he's hilarious. He is just like he's got the best comedic like mind. So I I, I would add him for me in that group. Um, yeah. But other. Oh, Ravi. Alex is Ravi. What'd you say? Alex says Alex reference Ravi. Travis yeah. says I feel like Josh had good chemistry with Sit back in the like, day. I. I have incredible chemistry with Sybil. Yes, he is. Yeah, he is so fun to do the pod with. Yeah, you do. do you do. With. You have closer chem. I don't have that much. I don't feel like I know him that well. Yeah, he is someone do. that I feel very comfortable. Like if I'm ranking guests that I feel comfortable with poking their buttons, like you and him are are a tie for number one. Where I know that like, you know, we're we're gonna have a good time, and you're not gonna take it too seriously. Yeah. but it'll make it all funny. Do people know? Like, do we have? Or do we have? Is everyone too? Young in here to remember the drama when Sipple unfollowed me on Twitter and I that made a big so deal about it. That was so funny. <laughs> God, that was classic. Yeah. Yeah, because you noticed it. It was a, he you were having a me, discussion Jim. with your, he yeah, he just unfollowed me. you. Yeah. Because you were, weren't you having some discussion with a coworker and you were going through like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that person didn't follow me anymore. And Sipple was one of them. And me being me, I decided to have a whole lot of fun with it because so, you you filled in on our show not long after all of this happened. So there used to be a site called friendorfollow.com, and you could see people. 
it would show you who unfollowed you. And I think yeah. that's how I discovered it. Mm-hmm. Because it was weird because for a while he would respond to me a ton. Because John and I used to have him on our show regularly, right? Like he even wrote yeah. one of his old school Husker Extra blogs about John and my show and like was really complimentary. And it was like, it was like, it was, it was really cool. I was, I was very excited at the time because I am of the age where I read him when I was a teenager. <laughs> um, so yeah. it was super awesome. And then he unfollowed me. I don't remember who he told. Was it you? Did he tell you or, or yeah, what? Chess says maybe it was an accidental unfollow. It was not an no, accidental it was not. unfollow. He said, like, we it was- discussed it on the show. He was basically, why, why would you think simple? Why would you think anyone would unfollow Jack? Take a guess. Say it out loud. Type it in the chat because your guess is going to be what it was. Yes, it's just right. Jack. It was just Jack. Jack was being Jack, and I think no. he was just like, eh, he's filling up my timeline with stuff. He said it was, but he said it was specifically about Nebraska basketball. Yeah, I think, I don't remember the exact wording, but it essentially was you were being a Damn bit it, much. Jordan. Jeez. Jack, Jordan is not the first person that I've ever heard that from. I've heard many say, like, after Nebraska losses, some are like, I'm going to mute him because he's going to wallow tonight, and I'd rather, I'll, un- I'll unmute him tomorrow. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. If you can't, I mean, but by the way, you should be wallowing too, idiots. Jim and O'Neill says, did you know Sip unfollowed Jake? Jake. Oh, no, he said Jack. Oh, never mind. Damn it. I thought he meant Jake. I was like, that would be hilarious if he unfollowed his (laughs) (laughs) co-host. I'm going to take a screenshot of that and tweet it out. That's funny. (laughs) I turn on notifications. You know what would be great if some some like AI thing, if you type in my tweets after losses and turn them into like an emo song or something through AI, that'd be amazing. <laughs> like in the style of, you, you know, uh, Welcome to the Black Parade or something like that. It'd be amazing. When I was my a chemical, boy, My chemical romance. My father <laughs> took me into the city. Uh, Bigelow says, Jack, you and Chattel followed me on Twitter. In quick succession, and I immediately was like, oh, shit, what did I do, LMAO? <laughs> oh, really? I don't know when that was. Chattel recently followed me on Twitter. You followed me quite a while. Jab says, Jack is the, really the only reason I miss Twitter. That is an incredible compliment. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I cannot believe I get five times the people coming up to me now in With public, tears in their eyes? With tears in their eyes, and they say, sir. You're uh, I liked one of your damn it. You did that. Tw- you did that bit again. You do yeah, all because the time. Matt rule said that people stopped him on the street asking about scholarship. I shit, but Josh, like I read it. I was picking up my son waiting for him to come out today. I read it. And I was like, that's funny as hell. And I liked it. <laughs> and I've heard you do it a hundred times. And it's still funny. It was still funny. I will to say me. thank you. It's one of my favorite bits. Of all of my bits, it's definitely one of my favorite bits. Uh, what were we talking about? I forgot. Oh yeah, he said, uh, Jack. No, oh, Jab no, said that you're the reason. Five he misses times Twitter. the people, it, like five times the people, it feels like come up to me and say, like the who are the most passionate fans or have the nicest things to say are about just following me on Twitter as opposed to anything else I do. That's so funny. Radio, i eighty club, whatever you know, any other. Well, it's whatever. like. It's like I've talked about – I would hope that he's okay with me mentioning this, but I've talked about it with Schaefer before where people in in the audience know him as a guest of shows more than they do his actual job. <laughs> and, I mean, I would say, Jack, that you are certainly that for people where people I'm, know you as the guy who freaks out about Nebraska. I was going to say, specifically I thought Nebraska you were guest basketball. on shows. You're the only show I'm a guest on. So Yeah, uh, no, but they know you as the Twitter guy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I think that, you know, I think that that's very much a thing in our little sphere of, you know, Husker fandom and, and the Husker audiences on the radio. So do I quit my radio job and then just uh, and make just every tweet and just tweet and do one of those subscription things and make everybody pay for my tweets? You do have a subscriber on your Twitter account. I, know. I added that once just to see what would happen. And you got one, one subscriber. One person followed, and he still follows. Hey, you you have you have Twitter blue. How much money do you make a month from that? Do you get do you get a good amount of coin? Um, it went up. I'm getting I'm getting enough. I'm getting just over enough to make it where I'm in the black for paying for Twitter blue. Okay, but you're not making like Caleb Henry money, where he's, he's like like so and like and retweet this to get yeah, me get me cash. Uh. I made, will Nebraska win this weekend? Retweet. I want to. I think I made last month seventeen dollars. So, oh, that's not so, bad. That's that's so, a double. But your I have ROI. to pay what eight or nine dollars to have Twitter to have the yeah to have the thing. So fair, but yeah, I thought I I was just kind of kind and I do like the ability to tweet longer than the two eighty or whatever it is. Yeah, you have some long tweets sometimes. Sometimes. I, one time you guys. Because I have really, to click the show you, more. One button. time you guys really got on me because I did a long one. It was like a really serious thing. Well, yeah, because uh, I, I gave you shit and I said, why don't I, I don't like this. Get back to doing 12 tweet threads. And then, then you were jack explaining to me exactly what was going on. And I was like, I know. I just wanted to make a joke. The 12 tweet. Oh my gosh. The 12 tweet thread that was on the freaking front page of the Journal Star. <laughs> Classic. In. Because I was going after one of the governor's staffers. See, we need that again. I need to fight about politics with people online more. I used to do that a lot. You, yeah, you don't do that as much anymore. Man, I got in some big fights around the arena. Don't worry, Jack. It's election year, man. You, you can man, start fighting I need again to do soon. That again. There you go. This top one. I've taken Masks, that part C-A out of my life. 402 I just don't need that in my life anymore. I don't think. Yeah, I think it's di- it's a different anymore. era than it was ten years ago when I was doing that. Yeah, unfortunately, it's a different era than it was when we were doing Wang Nachos in twenty twenty. Right. Like, God, I can't even imagine. I bet we were, I know I was super like, oh my gosh, we're never going to have sports again this year. Everything's going to be terrible. I would hate to even watch what I said in 2020. I have no desire. But if somebody else wants to go through it and let us know what we talked about, as I did it from my bedroom. <laughs> that was crazy. Without a microphone. That was crazy. Talking Here's microphone. an interesting question. Uh, would we have discovered things like Discord and especially Zoom and video conferencing generally? Without the pandemic, like, would this be happening five years down the road without the pandemic? Great question. Stream, I mean, StreamYard doing the the show on video, like, almost all the radio shows now that I see shot, pop up on my timeline, they do they do video. There's this show in Dallas that I will listen to podcasts from occasionally, especially after Big Cowboys wins, and they do StreamYard every day. And I always wonder that, like, would they have done this? In a previous iteration, yeah. like, did they do this before COVID? I think I was actually the first one to use it. I used it, like, two weeks. I started recording interviews and putting them up. I had, I don't know how, how I discovered it. And then, like, a few months later, everybody was doing it at that point. How did Skype, that's a great question, Biff. How did Skype Seriously. fumble at the goal line before a pandemic? Like, they owned, like, 2010 to 2000, like, November 2019. Basically, yeah. Skype did. Everyone said thing. that. Get on Skype. Get on Skype. Get on Skype. And then I remember when Zoom showed up. I'm like, what the hell is Zoom? And right. now I had no idea what do. it was. We just do Zoom. Yeah. I had no idea what it was. And you'd never even considered. I don't think you. You can. I mean, I can say this for myself. You'd never considered having a guest on by 
video by Skype or other video conference, right? On your radio show before mm-hmm. the pandemic. That's not yeah. something you would have ever considered. No, I'm trying to remember like when John was gone, because like today, for example, John did the show on StreamYard with like headphones. Like that's what he that's what he talked into. And I was trying to remember like if this would have happened five years ago, he would have well, first of all, so John would usually set up his radio equipment in his hotel room. But because of firewalls, doing it via the Ethernet cable didn't always work. And so there were often times where he would be totally fine when he would test with Stibbs, and then 201 would arrive, and it would shit the bed. So he would bring like a comrade. I assume you'd bring like a Comrex machine when he did that? Yeah, Yeah. that's what he would bring, yeah. Um, And so he'd bring a tie line. And so he would do that with his tie line That's such a and it would, it would eventually, it would, it would crap out. And so it was just like, Hey, we're not going to be able to do this. Or he would call and he would be and you guys on his would get phone. So mad at him for not, we got so Stibbs and I would, Oh, we'd be pissed at him because we'd always blame him because he's the old guy. And so we would always think that it was something that he did or yeah, it's like now post COVID it's wild. I mean, I think Jack now snow days and how, it snows really bad, and our bosses are like, just do the show from home. And it's like, all right, sounds good. I'll do the show from home. Right. Like, I wonder, it. like, we we would have gotten to that, but how much later would it have been? Yeah. Years, probably. Travis says there are some podcasts that have leaned so f- much into video that they're unlistenable. So interesting. that's interesting. Like, well, I wonder if you guys, do you guys think about that on your show? Because you do some visuals and stuff like that that are catered to people who are watching on YouTube. Like, yeah. do you ever... How much do you think about, like, we got to make sure and explain this for the radio? All the time. Well, the funny thing that makes me laugh with John is he'll always be, he'll be like, for those of you watching on YouTube, here's what we're doing. And I'm always like, no, explain it to the people listening on the radio. Those are the people who aren't watching. So why are you explaining it? Hey, Jack, you're watching this video. Here's what the video is. So I always feel to like that we have to be over-explaining. And so I, I am... I'm actually not as big of a fan as he is of doing video on the radio just because it can be... It can yeah. be difficult, well, you know. Do yeah, because the majority the I assume it's interesting because we like never know exactly, but I assume the biggest proportion of your listeners are still by far audio only. Correct. Like yeah, I'm thinking like ninety ten. I don't know. That's a great question. I do not know what our yeah, we, what our audience in that we we never have any. There's no way we can ever know really. Correct things like that, which are interesting. Yeah. Well, I think about it like so today on my way to work, I downloaded a few podcasts from Happer's show to listen in. And, and uh, famously, I listen to stuff at double speed. So I got done with them and I I didn't want to start a new podcast. And I was like, ah, screw it. I'll just turn it over to the zone. And as I was getting very close to, to work, I realized like, man, I rarely listen to his show like this. AM radio with the fuzz, slower, not at double speed. Uh, and I'm like, this it's just such a unique, different experience because that is not how the majority of the time when I listen to Happer, I'm eating lunch and I am listening in my headphones at my kitchen counter or something like that. Or while I'm doing well, that dishes was, after that was sort of after. funny. Cause that was, a, I was telling him yesterday as I usually, when I go out to walk my dog, it's usually about mm, between 12, it's usually a little after 12. And so what yeah. I usually do is I see what he's talked about the first few segments and I pick the podcast that I want to listen to. Like I picked the segment that looks like the one that I don't listen live because I don't want to hear commercials. So I go to the podcast instead of listening live to see which one that I want to listen to. Yeah. Almost every day I would say I listen to his first full segment that kind of sets up the show. There are guests that he has throughout the week that I like, and I'll listen to them. 
And then if there's a topic that I would find interesting or that I think he would be funny in, I will download that. Like, for example, when the Bobby Witt Jr. news came down, I downloaded that segment just because I wanted to hear him talk about it, which I think is maybe like the highest compliment that you can give a radio host. Like, I am listening to you talk about something that I don't care about, but I want to hear your enjoyment from it. Just like I know that people, when Dallas loses, they're like, hell yeah, I'm going to listen to the show because I want to hear Josh miserable 100%. about the Cowboys. Yeah. Or same thing after uh, Nebraska loss and me on Twitter. Like, same yeah, thing. yes, like, like like Biff turning on the mentions for you or the notifications. Yeah. And, and just for the record, I assume everyone knows this, but just for the record, like the fight I picked with Happer uh, for the, <laughs> the last multiple days was... Completely, I like, I like behind the curtain. Like, I was like, okay, this would be really funny if I did this. Even though I do, in principle, it's weird, Josh. Because well, I yeah, felt like you were arguing a fake argument. Like, I do disagree with him, but I was like, oh, I should go on. On like, I even I texted you and John or messaged you on whatever on Streamyard, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go after Happer in this first segment, right? Yes, right before we got going, you were like, hey, I have I have something that I want to do here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right, what else do we have uh, to talk? Let's uh, let's hit. Let's do basketball at the end before the game. Uh, rule talk today. Can we talk a little bit about that, if you don't mind? I would like to. Yeah, for sure. Do you have anything that you want to hit on in particular? Because I don't know if you saw this, and the chat's talking about it right now. But Scott Shanley went after Matt Rule again. He did. For some, yeah, for some reason. Really? I have no idea why. Yeah, Chess asked, he, he said, I'm interested to hear Shanley make his points on the radio. I don't use Twitter, and so I don't have that view of him. Apparently, he's a real asshole on there. However, when I heard him on the radio, I thought he was reasonable, albeit pessimistic. And so, yeah, if you missed it just now, uh, let's see, within the last 15 minutes. So there was a quote that's been going around where Matt Rule says that he put Brock Na- Purdy's name on the Panthers oh, God, draft board a few that? years ago. Oh, jeez. And he says, I got vetoed. And so Shanley said laughing while crying emoji MR excuse maker who made him sign Bridgewater trade for Darnold trade for Mayfield draft Matt Corral and use every pick on defense. The guy is something else. Never his fault. And then like a sad emoji. Oh yeah. And fire Joe Joe Brady on a bye week Same coach saved the bills off season season or offense season as OC. So like, okay, first of all, he's going so deep into that. Jeez. Yes. So I, I mean the thing that has, I mean, it's always been very obvious about uh, Shanley and his dislike of the Matt Rule hire is that it comes completely from the lens of NFL, um, completely through the lens of him in the which NFL. Is where it's never gets, been about him in college. Which, I mean, to be fair, he, he he receives a lot of criticism for for what he's done there. Yeah, but I mean, he's a college coach. Who cares? Right now, I mean, I, I'm just saying the most criticism of his career comes from that little Carolina Panthers stint. Sure. Yeah, but I mean, like he is—he is not a—he's um, not an NFL coach, though. So I, I guess I've always been confused as to why that matters. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I definitely think that's where it comes with from him. But I don't know. How did you take the Purdy thing when he said that? I, I honestly missed it live um, because we had switched over to the show, and so I, for it made me laugh very hard, mainly because of what Happer said. Um, I'm see if I could find it real fast. Where it was basically way, making oh you, Packer fans anti rule mob are going to love this. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought that same thing. I, I, I thought that exact same thing when he said that. But yeah, so so that made me laugh. I don't know. I didn't. Whatever. Like I mean, 
And and Josh is uh, bringing up, you know, where was this great discernment on quarterbacks when Jeff Sims came in, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's been horrible. The, the, the quarterback situation was a tire fire last year. Yeah. I don't know. I listen. Wow, you seem to be siding with uh you seem to be siding with uh Shanley. No, I'm uh, I, I I'm not. No. Honestly, I just like when he says entertaining stuff at press conferences yeah. like this to be honest. Right? Did you hear it? By the way, did you do you know if it was if he was joking around or was he serious? No, he was serious. Okay. I listened live. I mean, my impression was that like he I mean, he was like laughing about it, but he w- yeah. I, I don't think he was saying that. My guess I don't was, think he was, was making anything up, right? What was the question? You know, are you? What do you think about the Super Bowl? I mean, that's Sam probably asked him what like three questions about the 49ers. Classic. <laughs> so he is obviously writing about something. And I'm not going to hate. No, no, no. Porter's got okay. a job to Hold do. On. I'm not going to hate. Sam asked him. Okay, Sam asked. I'm, I'm trying to remember. Travis Sam, says Sam asked his thoughts about Purdy specific. Yeah. Okay. So no, here's what he did. Number one, he asked about the 49ers. He said. I've heard you say you like the 49ers offense. What is it that you like about what they do, essentially? And rule yeah. at, rule answers that. And he goes to positionless offense. He talks about that. They let, you know, running game, but they still throw. I mean, it was just, it wasn't super, like, impressive content. And then Sam follows up, and he's like, He's like, what is it about Purdy? People have called him a game manager. You know, he's going he's against, definitely not a game against Patrick Mahomes, and who's obviously at a different level. What do you think about Purdy? You know, kind of doing that. And Rule talks about. I mean, honestly, the funniest thing that we haven't talked about yet is Rule was like, yeah, well, try preparing for him. The biggest thing preparing for him when I coached at Baylor was that he pump fakes after he's passed the line of scrimmage, essentially. Mm-hmm. Is what he said. And he's like, I told my defense he's going to pump fake when he's on the run. Do not go for the pump fake. And he said, it never failed. He was like, he was literally 10 yards past the line of scrimmage. (laughs) And he throws a pump fake. And my defensive guy tries to go up for it. And it's still I think guys pump faking beyond the line of scrimmage is hysterical because it always works. It works so good. There's not enough. There's not enough quarterbacks who do that. And then and then he ended with that little part about that that draft year that he got overall overruled on Purdy. So, yeah. It was, yeah, I don't. I, I, I mean, don't understand was, why was, the need to get mad about that. I don't know, Josh. It struck me as an entertaining kind of. Sure, it's a fun the, story. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that was the way it struck me. I was glad. I was glad he was willing to give that insight instead of being an asshole coach when someone asks a weird question like that. Right? Weird question. Wow, Jack Mitchell goes after the local scribes. The <laughs> I mean, Herald. I mean. We're at the freaking signing day press conference. For the record, and he's asking me about. He's asking him about Brock Purdy. I mean, look. I listen, actually, I don't. I'm not trying to rip. I'm definitely not trying to rip Sam whatsoever. Um, I get. I get what he's doing. Sam was trying to get content like that, which he did successfully, and you can use in writing about it. But there are about you know, out of a hundred coaches, about ninety of them would give you way, 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 way less interesting stuff than Rule did there. So yeah. Yeah, that helps. I mean, especially in that he coached against both guys. He coached against Pat Mahomes in 2017, Mahomes' last year in college when he was at Baylor. And then obviously he coached against uh, Purdy as well. I mean, that would have been the interesting question, like even more than like doing the NFL context is like, hey, Super Bowl's coming up. Just curious. 
what do you remember about coaching coaching against these guys? Right? Yeah. That would have been yeah. that would have been kind of the fun question. I like I like him. My guess is he's trolling the Panthers fans because those people have been complete assholes to him since he got I think hired so. by Nebraska. Honestly, so like, I people don't like Shanley, bro. Don't view it as like this. Oh man, he's blaming everybody else. View it as him poking the the eye of the Panthers fans. Since Matt Rule has gotten fired, Jack, do you know that they have had four head coaches? They had the interim when he got fired. Yeah. Then they had what's his name last year, and then they had an interim, and now they have another guy. Four coaches. It looks like they a, deserve to be yeah, made fun of. He, he, it's hard to look they at him as the him. the one like villain in that situation, right? Yeah, Brady. They, those people deserve some eye pokes. Exactly. Call them the pokes. Call them Oklahoma State because they deserve some pokes. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Should we talk hoops? I feel bad. Jabs, Jab said, hey, is there a basketball game tonight? <laughs> we were worried that this podcast was going to you know age what, terribly, it was and funny. we've done nothing but not basketball. Honestly, though, uh, the, I've enjoyed it, but Josh and I were talking in the 1620, the Zone Studios yesterday, and we were like, because you had like two football guests on, or uh, Brunts was on, which was a little football, and then, and then Max, Max Olsen, Olsen was on, and yeah. I... And, <laughs> And Joshua was like, "Hey, do you you know just jump in if you have any questions?" And I was like, "Dude, I haven't." You were about, like, "I have nothing." I was for like, you. "I haven't thought about football." And simple too. It was three. I was oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, "What am I gonna ask?" I was like, about? "I haven't even thought about Husker football in a month because I'm so focused on basketball." And then we were talking about, and, and then we were talking about how in the I eighty club we really hadn't talked. We hadn't We've even mentioned football slightly for yeah. a long time. So, not that we really did a ton today, but. Um, oh, one more thing on rule, man. He's really, he is. Did you, did you notice this today? He is the really, OC stuff? what the OC stuff? No, that was interesting too. Simple. Was, hey, it's who's going to call plays. He's like, I already told you it's yeah. going to be Satterfield. Uh, that was interesting. Number one, but he was really piling on, on banks, the way the, uh, wake forest transfer. Already, so I missed all this. So give me a little uh, Cliff's notes. He would. He just talked a ton, and it wasn't even. It was mainly about how he was like leading the competition score, where they have to like do like nonprofit service projects and go to other Husker sporting events, and I don't even know what all they do to get the points. But Banks is apparently like tearing that thing up, and he's he he just sounds very impressed with Banks, Mister so Banks. Far. Yeah. Yeah. It, which is kind of funny that they have to get they have to get points for that because the Saturday before classes started, whoa, oh, there Banks is. Mr. It's Mr. Banks. Nice. The, the Saturday before classes started, my son was uh, working for the Athletic Department Communications, uh, and he goes, has to work at different sporting events. He was working at a tennis match, and he was like, Daniel Kalen is sitting here alone at this match. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, why? And then I realized they get, they they're trying to accrue. They get points. they get points for going to things. Yes, yeah. Dude, and then, it still it but, still is a little trippy when I get those emails from the athletic department and I see your son's name. It's yeah, still golf is season is starting trippy. again, so you're gonna get more of those. Nice. So. And then he kind of and then he was like, and then someone asked him about Mazuka, and he was like, yeah, he's not really uh, he's not really there in terms of he's got to realize kind of what the mentality here is. So oh, basically he's not taking Travis just said out on Mazuka so far. So that's he, what he was talking about. But he's not like oh. he's not trying in the off the field points competition. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, 
I'll do. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get to uh, my catch up. I formation. Yes, that yeah. was when the tennis team played Harvard. Uh, I believe because oh, I was asking nice. John. Johnny said Har- the Harvard fans or team were doing some chant, uh, and it was very weird. But yeah, interesting. Interesting. Maybe DK is working on his serve. Yeah, <laughs> What's his points thing? Ben- Asked Bench. Uh, they, they have. I wish I could. Explain more I can about explain. It. It's essentially you do you do community service and you support your <clears throat> the other sports. Essentially, it's a way for Matt Rule to get his football players to go to things that are not you know super popular, like a tennis of the world, and they get points. And at the end, but it's also it's like doing a, like community service. Yes, and so it's a team and an individualized thing. So you are on a team, so you get points they, like, for yourself. Pick a team. They like yes. draft it. A team, basically. Yeah. yeah. So you get you get points for yourself. You get points for your team, and it allows you know you to win things and team and and other people to win things too. Kina asked, "What's the com- uh, the con- she said conversation? She meant conversion rate of rule points to flex bucks." <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. So yeah, that's that's what that is. Uh, all right, let's talk. Let's talk basketball in the fifteen Hoops. minutes that we've got left here. Uh, it, I mean, here we are, Josh. Another game, not quite as much as Illinois. Where, like, it, if they want, I wasn't really considering that they would beat Illinois. But once it looked like they had a chance, I was like, uh, if they win this, that Illinois game, it's basically over, right? Yeah. In terms of the yeah. NCAA tournament. Yes, of course they could go over the rest of the season. But yes, if they can beat Illinois, then like, like obviously their resume is great like, and you're confident enough that they're going to continue. Right. To you've win. got three like ridiculous wins at that point. Like what I meant by that is you could probably end up with 19, 18, 19 wins and probably But you would have okay. three massive wins. Yeah. Like you you've seen teams do that before in the NCAA tournament. So that would about ended the conversation. This game is not quite like that cuz Northwestern is not there, but But is it close? It's, like John, so Jack, John said on our show today, if Nebraska wins tonight, they're making the tournament. And then he said, then he doubled down and said, Nebraska's going to win tonight. Really? I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't feel that way, but wow. Are they still five and a half point dogs? I'm not sure. I haven't seen, I haven't seen here. Here's the thing. I, ugh. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. It'll be really interesting, Josh, tonight, because the, the, a, a couple of the bad performances were without Jawan Gary. Gary comes back for Illinois, and it seemed yep. like it made a huge difference. He'll be there tonight, right? Yes. Um, also, though, Nebraska played Northwestern at home without Gary, and Nebraska struggled in that game. They won it, but that was probably of the entire season the home game they least disturb- deserved to win. Uh, and Boo Booey did nothing in that game. Almost nothing. I was there sitting really close. So I'm worried that he gets hot this time around just because he was way under what he usually does. But I don't know. Northwestern's a little weird, too. They've got Northwestern, not in terms of style, but in terms of results, is kind of like Nebraska during the Big Ten season so far Mm -hmm. this year. Like, they beat Purdue. They're the only other team to beat Purdue, right, at home. But then they had that they lost to Minnesota. That was a while ago, right? Was that a December game? It was like a yeah, it was one of those early games, wasn't really? it? Really? Okay. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. So um 
I would By the way, say, how about Bigelow? He says Wisconsin looking like they're about to lose to last place Michigan. How about that? What the hell? That does Oh, that is I haven't that's interesting. I watched that Purdue game and I I said to my wife who all of a sudden is into Big 10 basketball, which is amazing. I was like, Wisconsin is overrated. They got hotter than they are at the beginning of the year in my opinion. Wow. Michigan up nine points. Holy crap. See, this is why you can't be like, well, that last game against Michigan is going to be a win for Nebraska. Thank you, Jack. And that that's how I feel, too, is that, like, while I, I'm with you, if they would have beaten Illinois, by that point, I definitely would say you have the wins, and I don't think that they're going to completely shit the bed. Mm-hmm. The issue right now is not that they're not good enough, because they are, and that they don't have good wins, because they do. But if they will lose again tonight, like, John asked this question of who has... Who needs a win more tonight, Nebraska or Creighton? And, and John made the argument of Creighton because he thinks they need momentum. And, and I'm fine with that argument. They're not going to win their, their conference anymore for sure. But I understand like not wanting to have a two-game losing streak. But I think you could make the exact same case for Nebraska, given that if they lose today, it is their second loss in a row, and it's their third loss in four games. Like We, we talked about this four-game stretch numerous times on the pod before it happened. After one game, after two games, after three, and that, and on Saturday we'll we'll have now had all four of them in the rearview mirror. And the thing that I always wondered about was if they go, you know, two and two or better, like what's that going to do for them emotionally? But on the other hand, if they go one and three or zero oh and four, now obviously the latter won't happen, but they they could still go one and three. Like you don't want to get into this next stretch of basketball doing that. And obviously you're, you're green. Cause I can see you nodding your head. So that's, yeah. that's why I have felt like this game or any of the games in this stretch are really, really big. Yeah. I mean, for sure on the road, this team still hasn't given you anything to be. Su- the Illinois game was better, right? Tonight mm-hmm. is a chance to find out if the sort of home road dichotomy has been broken a little bit this year. Yeah. Um, sure. and, and if the Illinois game wasn't fool's gold, essentially. And, and this is probably, I don't know, guys, what do you think? This is probably the hardest road game left. Ohio state maybe is not a, close, but if you look at the standings, they're bad, man. Uh, Ohio state, they've got Michigan. I mean, it just, yeah, we'll see. It's, it's probably, that's why yeah, yeah, getting got. past tonight. So if you get is tonight, nice. man. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, and the funny thing is teams that are coming in to Lincoln are, are looking better too. Penn State looks better. Rutgers looks better. Uh, Michigan tonight apparently looks better. And what's the fourth one? Somebody help me. What's the fourth one? Uh, yeah, I can't four remember games. either. Indiana. No, Indiana's already here. They already played here. I'm forgetting. There's a fourth. There's a fourth team. Oh, that's a road game. That Indiana will be tough. There's a, there, that's the road game. That's right. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, it's. Um, it, I mean, Biff hit it every game, uh, every year until we win a tournament game is huge. 100%, yeah, I mean, like this. Yeah, this, every game we're going to be doing this every and game. This every is game. What I was kind of trying to say to Connor last night, like I don't disagree. The resume is better now, but man, there's a not not crazy, uh, unlikely situation where they end up with 19 or 20 wins and. Man, it's going to be nail biting time, depending on what you do in Minneapolis, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have, yeah. Uh, Every I, game I is going to be Josh. stressful Assuming- right now, Jack, because like it's going to be not all risk, no reward. Um, but it's going to feel like okay, this is a good team. They've got to find some wins. They're going to be able to get a win or two on the road. And so, it, you know, the the longer that this thing lasts, even though tonight, like we just said, it's the best team that they're going to play on the road the rest of the way. 
you know, just another one of those piling up. Like it just would be, it'd be great for this team to not have to answer that question anymore. Like, yes, right. they are a better team at home. It, Everybody is meaning, a better team at home. Meaning that the further you keep going, it keeps be, becoming more and more of a thing, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So if you yeah. could just, I mean, like they could have killed two birds with one stone on Sunday. They could have gotten the road monkey off their back and they could have beaten Illinois, which just would have been huge in and of itself yeah. because of how, you know, good that team yeah, is. And, tonight I mean, is, t- sorry to interrupt. Tonight's the way to show that that Illinois game wasn't a fluke, right? Correct. I would agree 100% because two times now this year they have followed maybe not two but you know they they followed the the Purdue game and they lost on the road and it was like wow that really sucks um and 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 they got stomped after that they followed some good home performances with some real stink bombs you know what did the Maryland the Maryland game on the road jack what game did that follow at home was that after that wasn't after Purdue right that was after was that after Northwestern because I was going to say, wasn't one of the games too? Maybe after like Ohio no, State. No, it was on a Saturday. Ohio, Josh says Ohio State because that's State, the game. Good call. Yep, yep, yep. That's the game, Jack. You and I have talked about it in here and on on the radio multiple times because we view that game as this really interesting. Like, wow, they played like shit and they still won by double digits. Like, right. that's kind of a rarity for Nebraska. I mean, Mask went off in that game at the end, but yes, he did. But they followed that up. The point is, they followed that game up with a real bad performance. And Iowa after really Purdue, as Skurzo. Iowa after Purdue. Out. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so, so they've done this before. They have had really good wins um, over ranked teams at home, and then they have followed those up with some bad, bad losses. And so, like, they didn't win the game against Illinois. But I think that you are right. You you want to follow that performance and say, look. We can we can win on the road yeah. and we can we can we are this Dude, good like that's the I'll thing. Say this. I believe that they are this good. Yes. They just got to prove it to Josh, us. Josh, if they, I, I'm not saying this win gets them in, but if they win this game, I won't be worried about it anymore. I'll be done yeah. being worried about it. If they if they can get this, yeah. I, I mean that. Now I say that I'll probably change my mind. Just I was going to say, there's no way in hell that, that I'm over. That but like, happen. I think I think that's I know what you mean, though. It it just there's a safety in getting a win tonight that really does the math. Here's the thing. Ultimately, what we're talking about kind of is the math. The math after a win in terms of how many do they got to get to, and we keep pointing to twenty. Right. Or 21. They still have to obviously perform, but it will yes. make me confident that they don't have to do more than they're capable of to Correct. get in. If that makes Correct. sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Josh says I'm saying it a win tonight gets them in. I think so too. I think if they win tonight, I I will it that then reaches the point Jack well, where you know we've we've done that question of would it be a disappointment if they if they miss the tournament. They've obviously gone way past that. They've oh, blown through hell that yes. barricade. Here's Can what I would say now. Can you imagine how depressing the NIT would be? Oh, horrible. So here's what I would say. If they win tonight, I would be genuinely shocked if they didn't make the tournament because the team that I have watched this season would not be one that I think could fall apart to that degree over the final stretch of the season. Yes. They're, 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 again, they are not. Dude, they yes. are too good of a team to fall apart like if that. If they can win so, this game, I agree. Like, yeah. they're going to, because what? It would be 17, right? So they got to find. If they win. I mean, if you win out at home, you get 21. If you get any, I still think any combination of, what is it like now? Five and three? How many games are left? I'm yes. forgetting. Five and three. There are eight games left. I'll post. Yes. I'll post Any combination of five and three makes you safe before Minneapolis. That is my opinion. People yeah. disagree with that. This and that, it's what I was saying to Connor Josh. Like I actually have an optimistic opinion if they get to 21 wins with that whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah, there it is. Okay, thank you. Uh, at yeah. Northwestern versus Michigan, 
I mean, God, and a whole got, week off. You've got to win Mich- Michigan and Penn State at home, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Indiana oh, could yeah. be tough. Minnesota and Lincoln. I mean, they're better. They're, they beat Ohio State last night, or Michigan State last night. Um, at Ohio State, could be tough, but yeah. yeah. Can, do you see five wins? It, 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 if you get Northwestern, I can absolutely see five wins, a hundred percent. So Michigan's about. And to honestly, man, how nice is it if if Michigan wins tonight? If they hold on, um, which I assume they are, judging by what Furls just said, like. Isn't that good for Nebraska? Yeah, the standings start to get interesting also. Well, but I was going to say, Jack, it's more like now we can focus on Michigan and Fred can say, uh, guys, they just beat Wisconsin. Like, we cannot take this game lightly. That's a really good call because I think this team plays like that. I think they they play up or down to the perception of their competition. 100%. By the way, Creighton, 12-8, to six minutes into the game at Providence. So Yes, Uh, actually, it's now 12-10. to Providence just got a layup. Yeah, so. Yeah, bummer they're going on at the same time. But And the funny thing is, is John and I were talking about on my show this morning, like there's like five teams in the Big East, Josh, that are bubble teams, like kind of co-equal to Nebraska to some degree. So yeah. like, so as you we talked about on the show yesterday, you have now reached a point where you are paying attention to all sorts of stuff. You're watching mm-hmm. all sorts of games. Dude, you're, you're super dude. invested. You just said it's a bummer that Nebraska and Creighton are on at the same time because you need to watch I know, this game. I want to watch Creighton. Is that, what kind of a sicko have I become? I don't know. Dude, yeah, I watched uh, the I, entire yeah. Purdue Indiana game beginning to end on Sunday. I don't know when I've done that for a regular season game that wasn't Nebraska. I have no idea. The last time I don't I've remember the that. last basketball game that I did that in full. That's and then not I watched, a game that I watched for work. And I watched the entire second half of overtime of KU and Kansas State. And then last night, I watched a bunch of uh, Indiana and Ohio State. I watched a bunch of Michigan State and Minnesota. No wonder you're not getting caught up on prestige television. You got too many (laughs) games to watch. You have no time for this, for our shows. You have no time for Severance. You got to watch Kansas and Kansas State. I do want to watch Severance. I'm going to watch Severance. I I will commit to watching Severance. And my we wife need to and do I that as a the... pod this summer. We could do a watch along of Severance this summer. And my wife and I haven't watched a show a together for like ten years. It feels like we have we wow. have uh, we are like three episodes into the Bear together. So that's good too, right? Oh, great show! Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. yeah we love the Bear. Absolutely. We love the bear and I start. You know what I did today? In this uh, house, this, we love the bear. My dog fell asleep on my lap. I couldn't do anything. Oh, classic. Classic and, dog. Stuff. And I was like, I'm going to watch something on TV. But I could not handle anything. Like, you're going you're gonna to laugh at me so much. I couldn't handle anything, yep. like, serious or sad or anything. So you know what I watched? Oh. I turned on Peacock, and I started watching Ted. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. That is such a disappointment. I always disappoint a, you when it yeah, comes Ted, to TV talk. The movie sucked. Why do you want to watch the show? No, not Ted Lasso. I finished Ted Lasso. No, Ted, I'd be show. a fan if Jack watched Ted Lasso again. Remember, Jack was watching Ted Lasso. They did a Christmas episode in August, and he was like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to watch this show anymore. <laughs> That's right. God. I was like, I'm going to wait Christmas to watch the Christmas episode. That, that was, was such dumb. a great episode. That's on them. That's on them. I just finished yeah. Ted Lasso like three weeks ago. Yeah, you fi- did you? I forget. Did you ever finish uh, finish uh, Better Call Saul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that last season, I, I know you. Oh, that's right. You didn't like it. Last it, season it made was you slow think as too hell. much. It was slow. Yeah, you as give hell. Jack a thinking. Sh- Man, I don't know if you're gonna like Severance. You have to pay attention and think. Oh, that's bullshit. 
What is it? Do people, this is what t- people forgot what TV is supposed to be. Sad. Yeah, Biff. Jack won't like Severance. Yeah, I think maybe we need to do a different watch along show in the club. Sounds like a heavy lift. <laughs> it's such a good show, man. I'm gonna so try. Good. I'm gonna try it. We'll see. I could surprise yeah. you. You never know. Yeah, depends nice. what mood I'm in. I think. I guess that's true. All right, we gotta stop this because I gotta watch. I was this gonna game say we gotta get going. Gotta you gotta get this pod. to me. And I we got stuff it. to do. We got stuff. I gotta be psycho. Yeah. I gotta tweet. I hey, gotta do uh, this. we'll we'll send this out if you're uh, listening and you are not a patron. Join us today. Patreon.com/slash/i80club. Yes. We would very much appreciate it. Uh, sometimes, like we did for the first twenty minutes, we do random media stuff, including talking about a podcast that a coworker and my now boss used to do. Uh, we also do talk about sports from time to time as well, and we make fun of questions about Brock Purdy by the local scribes. You can join us for as low as $3 a month. Patreon.com slash I80 Club. Do it today. All right. See you later, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.